I really hope it picks that up. Everything from overlanding your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve Summers. And I'm Ian Boyce, and we're here on episode 10. And that was an awesome opener. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you should just go back and re-watch that because, or re-listen to it. Because yeah, that was... Yeah. I, I should have closed my eyes. <laughs> oh, like okay. I really wish I would have just closed my eyes and kind of envisioned the sounds, but oh. it made me think I was on a beach drinking a beer. Like <laughs> that's some beer commercial shit. We will sell that sound clip uh. if anybody's interested. <laughs> yeah. So it's episode 10. We're here. I am pouring a beer. I'm not going to tell you about it yet because we're going to talk about it a little bit here, but a little bit later. It looks But good. I want to get it into these glasses so we can get it uh, do a little bit of airing out and a little bit of warming up because it was extra cold. Extra chili. Yep. And it's a stout. Yep. Go figure. Dun, 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 yep. dun. So. Details coming I soon. I got that all nice and poured. We're ready to start this episode. Who you want to talk about? So, uh, we got a little outlaw off-road racing that went down, I think it was today. Two days? Yeah. Cool. I don't think they did anything on Friday. I think it was just Saturday. I feel like, yeah, that's what Shelby was down saying in the last Hawk episode. Pride. So, we'll have to update nice. the, the listener folks mm-hmm. about how our friend Shelby St. Clair from our last episode did went. down there. Yep. Cool. Um, you should have texted him and got some in, some in some deets on that. He's in the zone. Man. He's in the zone. I don't know. I just he made that, I just zone. made that up. I would. I oh, yeah. get all zoned he out. May, they might even have service down that park, depending on where the yeah, you know, I'm not where really sure. Area is. Some parks, it's wild how like and just in the off road in general. Um, some parks have like awesome service. Some nothing. You want to like, see if he'll shoot wild. you some some images or some uh, pictures from the event. Like with some of his, whatever Ooh, he took with his cell yeah, phone. And then we could throw it up on the page during the week. Can do. Cool. Recap coming if we can get Shelby on board for it. I'm sure we yep. can. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, And then I think I have wrote down here. I double check it because I write shit down wrong occasionally. But that the Southern Rock Racing Series opener is in Texas this Friday. Oh, nice. Would be, yes, podcast Ooh. Friday. Not podcast. real life Friday. Like this upcoming podcast Friday. Yeah, that's real life Friday. Yep. I always hate talking about it's like we've oh, made yeah, I'm gonna do this stuff tomorrow and I'm like <laughs> tomorrow is not Wednesday <laughs> that's okay. or Tuesday or whatever day you listen to the podcast really yeah that works that's for all me. I kind of got like is that news, all we got for the opener news opener okay well then we'll get into the second part of the opener for the news and it is here you guys have been waiting for it the swag packs we have finally got everything together for the swag packs and here are the deets all of the deets all of the deets thirty dollars. One T-shirt, uh, small to 3X. If you're over 3X, don't worry. We will work with you and try to get that, you know, uh, figured out and make it as, as cost-effective as possible for you. Two high-quality foam beer holsters and one six-inch Total Offered Podcast decal, just like we have here in the studio. Live. So that's what you get. So that's what you get for 30 bucks. That is the swag pack. One T-shirt, two beer holsters, and the six-inch... Uh, decal total offer podcast decal that's uh, shipped it, too huh? shipped. that is shipped shipped in the uh, in the u.s yep so yeah we will be glad to get those guys those out to you so this is a pre-sale and it starts february 18th uh which is today for you guys in podcast in world. podcast world yep it starts february 18th and it's going to run until march 8th at midnight at midnight? I don't know. I'm not going to be up at midnight, but... You probably will be. It sounded official. That's fine. So, it's going to run until March 8th. Uh, once all the pre-sales... Or once the pre-sale has closed and all of the money is in, um, then we're going to get everything put together, and then we'll be starting to ship stuff out probably the following week. In addition 
to that bonus round. Here's the, but wait, there's more. Oh, there's definitely more. So five of you lucky listeners that order a swag pack are going to get a limited edition, personalized total offered podcast pint glass with your name on it. Yep. It will be at random. So once we get everything in and we close it, we'll go through, uh, we're gonna have a list of everybody's names and everything. We'll select five people at random from that list. And then we will get your glasses made and all that bundled up together and shipped out to you. I'm um, super stoked about I the glasses. Think, oh, side note. Side note. Um, well, not really side note, but mm-hmm. asterisk. Um, every swag pack you order mm-hmm. gives you one entry to get the glasses. So if you order two of them, you could technically, I suppose, okay. win twice. Yeah. Yep, yep. I don't care if you want to buy five good. of them. Uh, and if you're yeah. lucky, if you were the luckiest person alive, buy five, five and win all five. I'm going to be mind blown as shit. <laughs> Somebody's getting investigated, but I will ship you five pint glasses. Yep. That would, that'll work. We so, might do. And let, if this yeah. thing goes wild, we might do more than five. I don't know. All right. So recap on Dealer's that choice. 30 bucks a swag pack for every swag pack you buy. You get an entry into getting a pint glass personalized pint glass so if you buy three swag packs that's three entries yep so that's what you need to know your wife needs a shirt order it 30 bucks shipped yes um on top of that the other information about that is we are accepting pay uh payment one uh if you are close to us local enough and you guys want to come do it um in cash or whatever uh, we can do that. That's not a problem. We'll Monop- take care of that. We will not take Monopoly money, though. We will not take that cash. No. Okay. But if you're not local enough and we do need to ship it to you, you can PayPal us. And the PayPal address is totaloffroadpodcast at gmail.com. We also do Venmo. And the Venmo is offroad hyphen Ian. Yep. So check those out. If you do order it, uh, PayPal or Venmo, please put all of your information in the notes is this like, where i talk about my refund this policy? is where you go on your rant oh shit <laughs> ian's ranting again go figure uh yeah just please put your info in the what if they don't uh well what had happened was um don't just send me money because at that point i'm just gonna take your money like i will not sh- i'm not gonna refund your shit i'm gonna take your 30 dollars. <laughs> i'm gonna email you back and be like if you don't call me and say these exact words of I'm an idiot. You are not going to get your stuff. Like that drives me nuts. I'm like, just because I've had it before where people just send you money and you're like, all right, uh, thanks for the donation for whatever this was. What parts (laughs) do you want me to send you? Like, damn. Yeah. So just make sure you put your name, uh, t-shirt size. There's only one color. Uh, it's on the flyer. It's a black shirt with red logo. We'll get, you any, we'll get you any color shirt you want as long as it's black. As long as it's black. Yep. Yep. More swag will be coming. There's different colors and stuff, but this is the limited edition first run yep. pre-sale. Big grand. This is the swag pack deal of the century. This is kicking off our 2020 giveaways. And let me yep. tell you, between Ian and I sitting here bullshitting back and forth about things we want to give away, you guys are in for a treat because. If this giveaway or this swag pack sale goes well, then it's going to be full bore. We're going to be giving stuff away left and right. We're going to look like you're going to feel like you're on the Ellen show around these parts. No joke, though. Um, 
the plan, like we were talking, we were kind of joking about this earlier. Um, the first question when everybody's like, oh, you're doing a podcast. So are you making money? Uh, no, <laughs> no, you're not making money. The problem <laughs> is this doesn't pay to sit here and have a conversation with your buddy. But it's fun. The, uh, it's a great time. Yeah. It's really exciting to get feedback. And, you know, guys were asking this week. We had a lot of a lot of people this week that were yeah. like, hey, listen to this. Hey, give me some info on some stuff or help me out. What would you guys do? And That's I'm, awesome. Like, I'm no I love professional, it. but I love talking to people and saying, hey, this is how I learned. This worked for me so far. Yep. Um, it works to drain your bank account real fast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> seriously, though, it. it it's just going to be a cool experience to kind of get some interviews with uh, some big names mm-hmm. in the industry to learn some stuff that people want to talk about. That's yeah. why we keep asking for topics and info that you guys want to know about because we want to know about it, too. So, yeah, there's lots of stuff that I don't um, think about. Yeah. So we get people on. The other thing is we want to partner with some cool companies that I don't want to sit here and read advertisements for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, because I'd rather I, give you I their swag that. and then tell you who it came from. I want from. to give you stuff. Yep. So the plan is we'd like to get up to doing, you know, once a week, once every other week, give something away. But we were our, our whole kind of business model right now is not, oh, we want to make all the millions of dollars that podcasting yeah. has to offer. We want to partner with these companies, bring you information about their company, their knowledge, and then give the listeners something away. Yep. And so far, everybody we've talked to in like with that mindset, let them know what we're doing and things that we want to do as far as giving stuff away. Dude, they're all on board. That's the best part. Like, Wait, you want to, you want to shout us out, have us on the podcast and then give some of our stuff away. like, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to give your stuff away. They're like, cool. I like that. Yep. I like the sound of that. Yep. So So we got a lot of, we got a couple of things that are concrete that we can't tell you. But they're coming, but uh, that are cool. (laughs) And then if a couple other things fall into place, it's legit going to be cool. That's the coolest thing. So my cousin probed me the other day, uh, yesterday, we went out to lunch and he's like, so what's this podcast deal? Like, why is everybody doing podcasts? They just like listen to, you know, listen to themselves talk. I'm like, yep, that's it. I just like listening to myself talk. I actually hate here. it. I absolutely <laughs> hate listening to myself. I'd listen to myself in my head, but I don't actually hear my voice. Like, yeah, hate listening to myself talk. That nah, sounds great over here. I pay hey, people aren't, you know, nobody's squealing about it. pissing no. off about, but I, yep. I hate it. Yeah. So I told him, he's like, well, are you making any money? I'm like, no. Well, then why are you doing it? I'm like. Mostly the reason I wanted to do a podcast is because I kind of wanted people to get to know me a little better and make connections like and I don't mean like in the industry so much as it is like literally just listeners like make connections with people that want to go four wheeling. Yep. Yep. So about that, it happened. Oh, it did. You made some connections. Did it? Yeah. Yep. Show did. Moving on. We did. We made a connection and we went four wheeling. Loki made it out of the garage. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if any of you follow me on Instagram and were and happen to be like poking around that morning, uh, the uh, Saturday that we went for this, uh, not the Saturday, it would have been what was it? Two weeks ago? Well, a week ago, a week and a half, like some change, whatever. Anyway, February. Who knows? In podcast time and real time, it was too what much. Was shit. It? Anyway, that Saturday morning, you know, if you were on Instagram that morning, and. Uh, and you saw the debacle. Was it the eighth? I think it was February eighth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, February eighth. You saw my Instagram that we fired Loki up. I got the new Total Off Road Podcast banner put across the uh, top of the windshield. Was super stoked about that. Got some Loki uh, stick, you know, decals put on the side on the windows. Like, yeah, dude, like cool, ready for the gram. I'm official, yeah, yep. I'm ready for the gram. Hell I'm official. Yes. Fired it up, pulled it out of the garage. 
threw it on the trailer, jumped out of the Jeep, and puddle underneath the grill, like underneath the radiator. <laughs> Literally pulled it on the trailer and broke the tank on the radiator. So you can't even make this shit up. <laughs> I mean, can't. you can't like, oh, we're making up content. Dude, I couldn't sit around and think this shit up if I tried. Starter the first time. God. And the trailer and everything else. Oh, God. So we pulled, like, Mike and I kind of looked at you like, all right, well, there's a fire. We're not surprised there's at a, this point. We're like, a, whatever. Yep, there's a metaphoric fire going on. How do we put it out? I'm like, well, I guess we're going to pull back off the trailer and put it in the garage and start working on it. So I yanked it back or drove it back off the trailer, pulled it in the shop, called Napa. They said they had a radiator in stock, sent Mike to get a radiator in the KJ because his truck was already hooked up to the trailer. I commenced to tearing the radiator out, which I've done a couple times before, so it wasn't too big a deal. Whipped that thing out of there, uh, started working on a couple other things, and he showed back up the radiator. We slammed it back in there, and I think it was like an hour and 15 minutes later, we were throwing her back on the trailer. The only way you could have made that cooler is if you'd have done it on the trailer in Napa's parking lot. In Napa. Ah, True roadkill road kill style. shit. <laughs> yep. That would have been cool. That would have been Completely cool. Completely oh, unnecessary, yeah. but cool. Because it's like, what? Not that much fun when it's snowing. to his house. Uh, 15. 10, 15. Yeah. So unnecessary, but it would have made for a damn cool. That's how you make up good content. That's we good. We should have just lied. Yeah. Should have just made it up. with it. Yep. It would have been a good video, actually. Well, we had like, a all right, we're in the parking lot. Stage line. it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the water that came out of that, the antifreeze that came out of that thing. Did she need changing? Oh, my oh, God. Lord. Just typical four liter. Yeah. Just straight. I don't even know what you call it. Like, it was just black, like orange, like dark, nasty, rusty. So it's not brown. really the worst thing that happened in the world. Then. No, it's fine. Cool and flush. Is what it is. Yep. Add that to your list the of The thing I'm most upset about is the new radiator. So for you guys that run that own XJs. All seven of you. All seven of you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to talk shit about Jeeps anytime I get an opportunity. Any of you guys that, that own XJs, they, you know that we have the mechanical fan on the engine. Well, years ago, I pulled the mechanical fan off because the clutch bearing was starting to get, or the, uh, not the clutch bearing, the idler bearing on that bracket was going bad. I pulled my clutch fan. I went to the junkyard and found a ZJ with a four liter and nabbed the bracket off of it because it brings the alternator from the bottom of the engine and it brings it up about maybe six inches. Hmm. And at the time I was having a problem with like getting into water and stuff and tearing my alternator. I was just going through alternators left and right. Yep. So I got that bracket, moved the alternator up. That also took away the mechanical fan in that location. So I did that. And the uh, factory radiator, the fan shroud for the mechanical. If you have the right radiator, it has slots in the bottom uh, of the radiator where these things like clip into. And I found out that you could literally just take and slide the factory electric fan that's already on the driver's side. You go get another one and slide it right down in the same hole right next huh. to it. Well, that's like, pimp. One and done. So you don't even have to go get like a Taurus fan. I know nope. Taurus fans were a big thing. You back could. Well, it wouldn't fit in that engine bay. Fan day. Yeah. yeah well, no, I don't know. You just but. you just literally go get another OE fan and just slide it right down that same hole. Hmm. Well, the new radiator. The slides on the bottom that those things clip into are not wide enough. Oh. So then the fan doesn't clip in there. I was upset. Ooh. So it was all good. That's Return the thing I'm most upset shit back in the box. Mike just texted me earlier, said he's cleaning the garage up, and he's looking at the bottom of that radiator because it was still sitting in his shop. And he said that uh, he thinks I can unbolt that bottom bracket completely oh, and, and swap, it, swap over. it over. Yeah, so I might think about doing that at some point. It's interesting. Yeah, a lot of work for that, but at yeah, the same but time. Yeah, clean as yeah, it's clean. So clean. I'll probably order two new e fans when I do it. 
I did hear a, uh, I don't know who I was listening to an interview of this week. Somebody was going on a, on a thing about building buggies and they were saying that the key, you know, guys want to custom one-off parts and U joints and drive shafts. And it's getting to the point now where a lot of these chassis manufacturers are getting very standardized mm-hmm. with their own chassis because they've worked this chassis yeah. to figure out suspension geometry. It's not just a regular four link, um, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But I don't want to say off the shelf part because it's not, and you can't right. run to Napa and buy it. Mm-hmm. But like, if you could keep that stock radiator in your, in your XJ. Yeah. This problem happens on a custom radiator. Mm-hmm. You're fucked. Yeah, right. So you're, you're done. the importance the of that, it doesn't yeah. seem like a big deal because oh, I'll just go to Summit Racing and buy a you yeah. know a Griffin radiator. Not the day of you thicker won't. and you know maybe cools a little better. Right. Shit breaks, man. Yep. So that's the that's my you know kind of a that's a cool that thing. point home yeah. of like keep that stock radiator. What does that that radiator? was designed for that engine we all know that manufacturers are liars when it comes to what it'll actually cool like that radiator is overkill for that engine right it's designed that way so keep that stock radiator because then you can have this moment run to napa whatever the fuck it costs yeah you can get one there's 150 bucks go get a custom sized radiator for your buggy at napa Nope. <laughs> Head on over. Yeah. Start going through the boxes. No way. Yeah, no, so, for sure. It's kind of a neat little tip trick thing that I, you don't really think about, you yep. know, because everybody's, I want to upgrade biggest, baddest, newest shit. Right. Dude, if you can make sure a stock that part slides with a stock part, yeah. oh, that's yep. the ticket. That's a ticket. Yeah, something that's common. That's why we use a Chevy brakes and stuff. Yep. That was a side tangent. Yep. So we threw the radiator back in, threw it on the trailer, and we hightailed it over to the Badlands and actually made it. Used my uh, my voucher. Your the pity, pity pass. My pity is, pass. Is that what I called it earlier? <laughs> I was talking I shit that my, day too. I'm yep, sure. I used my pity pass and uh, and got us back in the park, which was awesome. That's you know, kudos to Badlands for at least having a little bit of sympathy. Like, oh, you didn't leave the parking lot. All right, two for one shakedown. Yeah, two Hell for yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, because the first one wasn't a shakedown. Yeah. It shook the wires out. Come off the trailer <laughs> at the off road park. I call that a win. I call that maybe a not a win. I'm gonna call that it was a wheeling trip. <laughs> Didn't wheel real hard on that trip per se. So anyway, we got over the park, uh, unloaded. This is this is awesome. We didn't get there till like almost lunchtime. Time we got all this sorted out and then got drove over there and everything. Yep. And I was like, I'm gonna get a sandwich before we go. Well, they've got a a uh, they've got a little restaurant. Whatever you want to call that thing, cafe. I would call it like a cafe. I wasn't going to call it a snack bar, but it's a little bit nicer. It's more of a snack bar, but yeah. Maybe it's a nice snack bar. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. It's all outdoor, you know, but the food's cooked in a building and then they hand it through through a window. Yeah. Either way, went over there and they're closed. I didn't bring a sandwich or anything with me. Oh, damn. (laughs) I was like, no. I told Mike, I was like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll just grab a, you know, burger when I get there because their burgers are fire. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Yep. So anyway, we've eaten breakfast. I don't know if it's the same place or not because this was years ago. But uh, yeah. we'd eat breakfast there. Really, we'd go from the campgrounds mm-hmm. and roll up to this place, and they, these guys are like whipping out hash browns, B and G, like goodness. French toast shit. Mm. I believe, don't quote me, but I believe it's a different place now. Yeah, it's a different building, but I think it's the same people. I don't that I don't know. Mm. I know it's a different place, but mm. I don't know if it's the same people. But yeah, we're getting like this bomb ass like burritos and mm-hmm. French toast sticks or whatever. Sounds like a plan. 
Meg's camping in a tent way better. Way better. Way better. So, um, yeah, we got unloaded, got all that squared away. Hop in the Jeep and uh, no defrost. I was going to joke and say it broke, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> I was literally going to sneak in no. and it broke again. And then you just, ah, oh, damn. It's like, it's like snowing. Like it's like mildly like snowing sort of. You know, and it, it's uh, it's like between a snow and a mist. Yep. Defrost will not come like the fan, the blower motor's done. It won't turn on. Like, Add it to the list. Awesome. Hey, yep. that bitch runs. Yeah, Mike's Mike's over sitting there like writing stuff down on his notebad. Like, <laughs> yep, you're gonna need to get a blower motor. Gonna need to get this. And then, so we that had, takes we had to, co-driving to a new level. <laughs> that is a new level there. <laughs> Take down my parts list. Yeah, hey, write all the rope shit down. We had down. Day. So at this point, so we went over to meet. Uh, we went over there to do the shakedown, regardless. But uh, what was pretty cool is one of the listeners, which is uh, Jeremy Eight Lug Pigpen. You can find him on the gram at Eight Lug Pigpen. Yep. And um, anyway, so Jeremy was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm gonna go too. I'll meet you there. Cool. Well, he's already been there for like four four hours, probably or better at this point." He's like, you guys here yet? This podcast guy does not actually wheel. We already know the one doesn't. This guy claims to. <laughs> and fuck, he's not even here. Yep. Oh, boy. So we, we head down to the quarry to meet up with him. Halfway to the quarry, it's like the windshield's getting all covered in rain. So I hit the wipers. <laughs> not a thing either. <laughs> Damn. No wipers. Oh, no defrost. I'm sitting here with a microfiber. I get out of the Jeep and like wipe down the windshield. And I, and I knew... Why is the passenger not wiping the wind? Like, he should he be hanging out there. Yeah. Not hell with his side. He don't need to see. Sit on the hood, Get boy. out there on the hood. Hold on to the wiper arm, because it ain't moving. And then just I kind of wish that Mike going. was able to make it tonight so oh, that he could be here, like, shit. laughing along with us, because he knows like, it was a good day, all in all. But anyway. It's better than a bad day or better than a good day entire, I brought an entire bag of microfibers with me. Boy, I tell and, you. Uh, and I was wipe, I wiped on the outside, got it clean enough that we could see through it again. We're constantly wiping fog off the inside. And uh, we head back. We get to the quarry, meet up with Jeremy. That was cool. He had two other XGA guys that showed up there that um, that he just met and just was wheeling around with them. So went around the quarry, dude. Oh, if you guys are following on the Instagram, you already know uh, any of the socials for that matter, because I've been posting like crazy. All the videos. Yep. All the videos. Uh, if you go to YouTube and check out eight lug pig pen on YouTube, he just posted a video today. I think it was today or yesterday. Well, not for you guys. Over the weekend. Podcast time. <laughs> Podcast time. Blows it's Saturday. Out, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just get that out of the way. Yep. Um, he posted a, a video of the wheeling trip, which is like him in the beginning and the two XJ guys. And they're out doing their wheeling up, up until we showed up. For the four hours. They the were four, which is good footage. They're out doing some cool yeah. trails, man. I'm like jealous. When I got there, all I want to do is get a bunch of like numbers and and I was like trying to figure out what my clearances were. So I'm like in the quarry doing every obstacle that I couldn't do before. Yep. And uh, we hung out in the quarry like the most of the most of the afternoon, like almost the entire day. No, the most, you know, the entire afternoon. So four hours. Somebody made the comment on one of the social media platforms yeah. that you were smiling the entire, the entire time. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hey, why wouldn't you? We've yeah. documented Two all the struggles. Years. And then, oh, by the way, I'm a couple wheeling. of years, like I'm yeah. wheeling and it worked real well. Oh, my God. I wouldn't. Would I call it flawless? Uh, did it break? Nope. There you go. That's pretty good. Other, It was pre-broke, but it didn't break yeah. more. But it was still wheelable. Yep. And once we got there, once we got down to the quarry and 
the engine heat started warming the cab up because like I said, we had no heater, no defrost. Yep. Um, it was like, I don't know, mid thirties that day. So it was pretty chilly. A little chilly. Yep. But the engine warmed the in the interior up a little bit, you know, and then, uh, um, once we got the windshield defrosted a little bit, it stayed clear the rest of the day and it stopped, you know, stopped drizzling on us. Yeah, so that was good. Helped. After that. Yeah, dude, it was great, man. We went out, did a bunch of obstacles there in the quarry. I went up the back wall, which I've never been able to do before. Uh, I went up some other obstacles that I had not been able to do before because it was just too tippy and it just solid as a rock. Just hit the obstacle and just go up. Like it was stupid. Mike sold. He's buying like, a Jeep. Nope. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know if that, I don't know how sold he was. He is buying uh, some SXs. Yep. He's like, I'm sold. These tires work so well. I'm like, yeah, they're 20 years old. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say selling those and buying some sticky. You know, did I tell you they're going to make sticky in that size? Oh, really? Yeah. I think it would sell. Uh, I don't know. There was a I guy. I don't know if they ever did it or not, but there was a guy that had to get so many sold. He was trying to sell so many sets huh. on one of the pages on Facebook. He's like, is anybody interested in a 38, 14, 50, 15 sticky? I'm trying to get him to make me a set. and I got to make, you know, X amount of sales. I'm like, it was four ninety six a tire. I was like, mm, yep, done. Bye now. Thought about it. Stay. I really considered it, but I didn't. Didn't have the money. Time. If that guy's listening, please contact yeah. Steve. Yeah. And, uh, he Fine. will take all your money. I'm like, could you imagine those in a sticky, a small tire sticky? I, here's my It'd thing with wonderful. this. Here's my tire rant. Okay. Why do you go to a 43 inch sticky? Because you wanted 41 and a half. Because you couldn't run a 40 inch <laughs> sticky. Yeah. Now, let me pull my business hat out and put it on and mm-hmm. say, why would I make a 40 in a 43 if I can sell most people that can run a 40 yeah. will make a sacrifice if they really want to you like a 41 and a half. serious, no bullshit. They'll run a 43 if they can run yeah. a 40. Yep. I so would. I get the business sense. Everybody's like, well, let's make that the 40 interco after because they don't want to sell two tires. They want to sell the shit out of one, one mold is cheaper. It's better business. Yep. But I think there's a hell of a market for a 40 inch sticky. Yeah. Well, obviously there's the traps. Yep. They're forties and they're great, mm-hmm. but that's the, I mean, you see that, like I would, I don't know. I'm an S I'm an interco guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would love to watch them come out with a 40 inch sticky. SX sticky. You heard it interco. Yep. Get to work. Do it. They've got so much bullshit. Well, the problem the is, is that it's not even funny. Uh, yeah. But the problem is, is that their 40 inch mold right now, like a 40, 13, 50, 17, mm-hmm. that molds in China. Yep. They're not making it here. Nope. So if we get it, it's going to be a China sticky. Yep. I don't know how, well the market would respond to that people are very upset already with the 40 inch that they're putting out in sx2 yep so charge us more money and bring your molds back to america that's what blows my (laughs) mind people are dropping three people myself included three thousand some odd dollars for Uh a set of 43 inch stickies yep i got no problems about it yeah but but why won't you sell a 40 inch sticky? I don't have the, oh, excuse me. Get my yawns out. Yeah. Get my sleeps um, on. <laughs> get my sleeps on. I think the problem, I'm here. You want me to answer my own question? Yeah. Uh, because people want to street their shit on 40s. Yes. If you step up that's to a 43 inch yeah. tire, you don't want to run a 43 inch tire on the highway. Not really. Not saying you couldn't, but yeah. that's Kirk the, does. I think there's, there's a line. There's a there's and there always will be. And I don't give I don't give a damn what you want to argue. There will always be a line 
from the streetable to non-streetable. Mm-hmm. There's got to be. Yep. So yeah. is a 43-inch tire streetable? Yeah. I mean, you can do it. People Let's, do it. Lots of people many, probably do it. Wait, but how many people want street, to? No, how many people street their SXs anyway? Well, that's non-sticky. another thing. How many, how many non-sticky, like... 43s? Or just yeah. in general. Yeah, but just in general. Like, how many SXs do you see bumming around the street? It's a fucking terrible a tire for the road. It's not ideal. That's the thing. I wouldn't say it's terrible, but it's not ideal. Yeah. Sticky would be even more that. so. Yeah. And that's what I, I mean. I mean, I'll like, drive mine on the road a little bit, but I have street tires, too. I got 37-inch yep. military street tires. So, I think that's the worst part is everybody bitches about different tire sizes. And I'm right. on the first, like, 40-inch is, like, the hot spot. But guess what? Five years ago, nobody wanted to run a 40-inch tire. Everybody wanted to run a 37. Yep. 37's the big dog. Oh, my God, you're running I think it was five 40s? years ago? Yeah, probably, probably, five, yeah, probably, probably five years ago. Two and a half years ago when I first started doing the transition, that's when 40s are just starting to get, like, yeah. hot. Yep. Yep, and the that, fire was and that means they'd been around for a few years of yeah. being popular, just right. not like the thing. The thing. But now, at, at now, 40s. yep. If you're on tons, you're on forties. That's just it. Yep. Yeah. Which is cool. Like I'm down. Mm-hmm. Like I think forty is a nice round number. It's a nice like, size. People, are, people it's are like not too big. Yeah. It's not too small. You get good ground clearance. I mean, that's what I mean. There's always going to be that line. Do you want to run a sixty inch tire on the road? Fuck, you could. Yeah. But I sure you should probably would want. So to. Here's a question. So when somebody refers to a 39 and a half inch IROC or a 39 and a half inch anything. You mean a 37? Yeah, technically. <laughs> <laughs> well, you called them 43s and they're 41s. So Fucking tire which one you want? Fire. I'm calling them for their advertised as 43s. I paid for 43s. They're 40 fucking threes. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Like, I don't give a shit what they that's like a sticky. Is a sticky the best tire I've ever owned? Fuck yeah, it is. Why? It's the most expensive tire I've ever owned. I'm not gonna sit here and say I spent three thousand dollars on a shit tire. I want a shirt that says this. It says if it looks like a third a 43 smells like a 43 and costs like a 43 it's a fucking 43 it's a fucking 43 yeah <laughs> damn like that's just that's just the shit of it with 39.5 i yeah. did it i bought 39.5 irocs yep. then mother truckers measured out to like 37 <laughs> with fucking like 60 psi and the fucking thing i'm like there's just some advertising bullshit <laughs> bullshit like i don't give a shit put 37 uh, on the side of the tire and make it 30 fucking seven like that's what i said god damn so like if you actually want 43s you buy you, 43s if you like, actually <sighs> want 43 inches of ground like of tire then you have to buy something you like just a 40- air them up to like 65 psi. <laughs> well, no, I mean like at air. So say you air your tires down. So you're like, I got 43s. But yeah, but after you air them down, they're like 40s. Yeah. But they're like true 40s. Whereas if you had a 40 and aired it down, it's like a 37 and so on and so forth. Yeah. But if you want to actually be at that 43 range, then you got to be like, you got to buy like 47s like Matt has. I want to say that the sticky, um, the sticky Mickey's. Nope. Came out a lot closer to a 43 than the uh, Intercos did. Apparently, everybody's got messed up tape measures. Well, I don't because think. Because I've heard all a bunch over of the place. drunk fucks are trying to justify their 43-inch tires that yeah. aren't 43s, <laughs> including myself. Well, no. Like, yeah, that's probably it right there. But I think I've seen, I've seen pictures of the Sticky Mickey Thompsons. I don't even know what the fuck they're called anymore. I probably just said out. I call them a Mickey Sticky. I call them Mickey Sticky because right. I think it sounds cool. Everybody else calls them Sticky Mickeys. Uh, either way, no. sounds cool. Nope. Mickey Sticky. Um, Mickey it, just sounds, it just rolls off the tongue better. Actually, now I want to know what they're called. Sticky Mickeys. Whatever. They are the Baja, the Baja Pros. Sons? I think that's right. Yep. 
Uh, they're a nice looking tire. A couple people I know that have them. They are cool. And I trust their judgment. Say they're nice. Is that Jeremy? Uh, no. Oh. I don't actually know. Who do you know? Jeremy. Steve? Steve? Another Steve. Steve who? Not this Steve. Steve that got smart and bailed the fuck out of Illinois, Steve. Oh. You like follow him or you like know him, know him? Uh, so, shit. What was his pirate? He was doing cool shit back before I had a driver's license. Um... That's what the cool kids used to go to play. Fuck. What? Yeah, I was scared to post while he was posting I'll cool wheeling pics. He had an S10. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Uh, had an S10. Then he went to a, I think it was back half with a nice, like, cool, like, two bed, tons, LS, you know, the works. And On uh, the S10? Yeah. Okay. So Not the white one. No. This is, uh, <laughs> no, that's Kyle. Okay. Um, Steve anyway, Smith. Um, yeah. Formerly Illinois resident, gotcha. trader, smart guy, smart, smart guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Moved to Ari- I think I'm pretty sure it's Arizona. Brilliant uh, guy. So yeah, fucking brilliant. Yep. He just like I don't know. It's so awesome. Here, property. We're like we're like oh this guy's a trader. We're over yeah. here sitting in a room wishing we go four wheeling. He's out with Mike and Max. He's, he's out, out wheeling. Wheeling. Yeah. yeah. Every weekend um, right now. But yeah, he's been very helpful to me over the years, asking, answering my stupid ass questions about drive lines and tires mm-hmm. and all that. Cool. He was a big help when I went to the forty three stickies and. um Cause he had the SX twos, then went to the stickies and now he's got the Mickey's. Um, and he said he likes them better. And he has the Mickey's so, better yeah. than the SX's. Yep. I'll be darned. Does the same style wheeling that I would do. I'll um, watch, you know, with shit like that. But yeah. he's got like, I think it's an M&M buggy. It's a badass buggy. I wanted, to, I wanted to go wheeling with him as S10, but he TKO'd it before I was Whoops. able to get my rig done. So hmm. now I want to go wheeling with my buggy, with his buggy. And then it Got smart and moved the fuck out of Illinois. So now I got to go to Arizona to wheel with him. But sounds like a plan. We'll make going <sighs> next week. Get to uh, work. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Scout. But, uh, load Loki up. But anyway, got off on a tangent. But the the thing is, what were we talking about? Tires. <laughs> Something about tires. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. about tires. But that's the thing. This like, is not at all what the conversation is going to be. No, actually, it's not even a tire on the show, on the show notes. Nope. But that's the thing. I think I think the market's open for a forty inch sticky. Yeah, but again, I also wonder if it really is. I don't know because I, I see a lot of a lot of people I in jeeps like and stuff are street yeah. in forties. Obviously, there is a market for forty inch stickies because yeah. the trips sell. Yeah, and that's a forty inch sticky. But like, what? How big's the market? Big enough that they're making them. But Interco doesn't care. Apparently not. That's what it's I don't not, get. Like obviously, it may be just the fact that they me. don't have the manufacturing, the facility yeah, right the, now. The cost, the footprint, that? Huh? yeah, Maybe the cost, the yeah. room on the floor to start another mold to do a forty-three inch sticky. Yep. You know, or maybe if one of you big off-road companies out here, these guys that are buying up, you know, megas, yeah. maybe they're like, if they were to like put in an order for a hundred sets. Yep. If you guys want forty-inch stickies, let me know. Hit us up on the gram. Dun dun dun. We'll start. We'll get that ball rolling. If hey, nothing else, will be your know. voice. We never know. You <laughs> never know. Yep. So, or if you got insight to that, let us know. But yeah. uh, anyway, yeah, I knew about the megas way before they came out, and I know I wasn't one of the first thirty-seven thousand mm-hmm. people to know. Yeah, way but, before uh, it was. A, it was like a year and a half before what? they came out. Yeah, you talk remember. to people. People know stuff. It's yeah. great. People love things to talk are about happening. Big shit coming soon. Yep. So I think we didn't find out until the first like leak oh yeah like i didn't find out when matt sent it to us like it was the first little leak of like there's things happening yep yep like what is that 50 is that for real yep yep i think it's awesome Mm -hmm. i was watching a video of a guy with a red dot buggy 
on Megas, and he's like, I'm done with these. Really? Like, yeah, it looks like a clown car. <laughs> it was cool as shit. <laughs> he's like, yeah, they just didn't work. No They're power. too heavy. They're big. Oh, yeah. They're just too big. Yeah. But it's on a damn red dot engineering, mm-hmm. badass tube mm-hmm. chassis rock mm-hmm. crawler. Right. Not the right application. No. But what do you do? Different strokes for different folks. You tried it out, and it was he's, cool in the process. He's going to go get him some twin sticks. Yeah. <laughs> but time to upgrade. Those are awesome. They're for sale now. They're for sale. They are. It's and, a cool tire. Dirt cheap compared to what the original price I saw on them. Who's selling them now? Who is it that just that just picked them up? One of the off road shops just picked them up. I don't know what the name is. Uh, I can see it, but I can't remember it. Anyway, yeah, they're like fifty one hundred bucks a set. Yep. Instead of like the sixty five that I originally saw. Cup save a couple bucks. Yeah, just a couple. Right on. So. Anyway, all yep. right. So now we wheeling can circle was dope. all the way back around and okay. check out the wheeling stuff. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah. Now in go typical wheeling go to fashion, watch a video because then you can see everything that happened. You it's awesome. Me. I mean, it really did. Like every time I watched the suspension, um, it seemed real, real. I don't want to say predictable in a bad way, but I want to say predictable. Oh, as yeah. You knew what it was going to yep. do. It wasn't size. It, was you know, it wasn't unloading or anything yep. like that. It was very stable. Did those yep. metal cloak front coils work? fantastic yep. and that's what it looked like to me it looked very yep. predictable like you you kind of in your mind you kind of put your ass in the driver's seat and you go how should this feel while i watch it oh yep 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 going with that trying to go up the one i don't know if you saw the video of it or not there was one obstacle i tried to go up and i kind of bounced it a little bit and then i backed off of it i'm like nope i'm out and uh because it felt too steep and then watching the video i'm like if it, if it had not been like soup i yep. was we were in basically sandy soup yeah had it not been like Sandy Soup and had I just backed up about a foot and just matted it, it went right up it. Yep. Easy. But shakedown run. You yeah. Don't get shakedown. Too wild. Didn't want to break it. Didn't really want to break it. Yep. Yep. I was just trying to feel it out, really. Like I said, I haven't wheeled it in two and a half years, so yeah. I don't even didn't even know what to expect. It, was, it looked good. That. Yeah. It, dude, it felt amazing. That's the best part. The floor, <laughs> the floor pans. We put sheet steel floor pans back in it instead of putting like a... Uh, stamped floor pan back in it. Yep. When we did the rust repair, mm-hmm. and uh, every time I'd get on an obstacle where I'd like apply power to that front four, that front uh, radius arms, you'd feel the floor oil can pop a little bit right underneath my foot. Ka-dong-ka-dong. Yeah. Yep. Sketch me out at first. I'm like, what's that about? I'm like, oh, I know what's going on here. I bet you could throw uh, like a piece of like half inch, half inch like angle. Okay. I like, was like, half inch what? Half inch by what? <laughs> I'm just thinking about like half inch by a half inch yeah. or maybe three quarter of an inch. Some, some small smart. like yeah. angle iron, just run it down underneath and a couple tack welds and mm. stiffen it up or something like that maybe. Yeah. Some, or just tie it, just get it to uh, put some weight on that spot and get it so I can tack it back into the unibody right there. Oh, that'd work too. Yep. Yeah. That would probably seal it back up and be all good to go. The little things though, that's not really yeah, a necessity, not a which is exciting. Nope. Yep. I'm just so dope. Yep. The trip was awesome. Dude, I had a great time uh, wheeling with Jeremy. That was cool. And the guys he brought with him were awesome. Uh, I got to meet a few people out there. So that was a really, it was just a good time. It was a great day after we got done with the shit show in the morning. Yeah. So, Hey, it's checked off the list. It is. It's wheeled. It is. Yep. And we're going to be doing it again here pretty damn quick. Coming soon. Let's hope we have heat. Yeah, I'll work on that because nice I'm going to ride with you this time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do cold. Yep. I'm like we're, a fair weather it's wheeler. On the list. Once this uh, snow gets out of here, when we get warm weather again, I'm going to pull the Jeep in the shop and I'm going to start working on everything. So hopefully I have 
wipers and washers yep. and heat. Yep. So those are three big things. And yep. then Mike sent me a list of some of the other stuff that I need to do while I'm at it. Co-pilot's list. Yeah, co-pilot's list. He's like, you want me to make a list? I was like, I don't know. He's like, okay, I'm making a list. Like, Sounds great. Cup holder for the co-pilot. It needs a cup holder. Yep. Seat warmer doesn't work on the passenger There's side. No such thing. So I yeah. Know. I didn't know how detailed <laughs> he got with his list or not. <laughs> Shit. That would have been funny. I would have done it. Yep. I, I think my the new seat seats, heaters broke. I think the new seats will have seat heaters. Dude, every, I don't want to say everybody, but majority of the internet says, don't worry about heat in a buggy. Mm-hmm. Put heat seaters in your heat or put seat heaters in your heat. Yeah. Put your seat heaters in and you'll not even worry about heat. Yep. Here's my so problem. I should order. I'm keeping a windshield. So I need some kind of heater with the frost. Yes. So that's going to be my plan. I got that Moab heater, a couple little vents, but I do think I'm going to go with some like Amazon seat heaters, do some research on that and throw some heat seaters in the Corbo seats because majority rules that that is the way to wheel in the wintertime. I like it. Makes sense. That's what I'm probably, when I order mine, I'm just going to just go all out and just order it all at once. Yep. And just get like, oh, thousand dollar set of seats is what it is. Done. Yep. One and done. Got to keep the wife comfortable. So what's coming next? We're not there yet. Not coming next. No. See, you're on a different note page. Oh, I'm at. I want to talk about, well, it is what's coming it next. It is kind of there. It is. Yeah. It's a, so, it's the segue to what's coming next. We're going to segue into what's coming next. Dun, dun, and dun, that dun. is aluminum. Aluminum. It's not what's absolutely next, but it's what's on my mind this week. It's on the radar. Yep. It sure is. And it's big time on the radar. So right now I'm running my Rusty's uh, radius arm up front that I got back in like 07. I uh, it works fine, but I'm not happy with it. I want more tunability in the suspension and I want I want a three link. I think is what I want. I'm pretty sure. So that's what we're doing. We're gonna work our way towards a three link. But in that why I've been a, doing why not a four link? Because well I could do a four link but non-triangulated. Okay. Because triangulated four link and traditional steering are not the best of friends. Okay. As I understand. Okay. And I'm just asking. I don't really yeah, know. It'll be a three link bars and a track bar. Yep. So, uh, and the other reason is trying to get the link on the driver's side. I forgot you didn't have hydro steering. I do. Well, it's not full. Not full hydro, yeah, but yeah, is, that's my. Whoosh, yeah. If it was full hydro, head. I'd be trying to figure out how to do that. That's but where I can't. I forgot about this. I can't package it. So packaging a three link and getting the link separation that I need at the frame side. I've already got to cut the passenger floor pan up Yep. to make it like notch for that. Mm-hmm. So driver's side would be the same. Just goes to show that I'm not, not a four things. link is not just a four link. You need to calculate yeah. your numbers. Yep. Oh yeah. Definitely need to calculate your numbers. There's so much stuff that goes into that and I want it to be dialed in. So there's a little bit of front axle hop this trip and we've kind of narrowed that down to uh, being mostly we've attributed most of the axle hop to the radius arm. I think if we go to three link and get the three link dialed in, we can get most of that wheel hop out. out That's the goal. Send it. Mm -hmm. So in that, I've been doing some research on aluminum links and everybody's like, why do you want to go to aluminum links instead of just doing DOM? I'm like, well, partially because of the, um, the the cool factor. Yeah. Cool factor. (laughs) Step one, they look cool. (laughs) Step two, shut up. Rebound. Uh, when you land on something is another thing. Yep. And so today, while I was getting cleaned up after doing some polishing, I was watching some videos and one of them was from Jeep or no, it was a, sorry, not Jeep. 
It's JK gear and gadgets on YouTube. And it was an aluminum tie rod that he did. And he switched from a DOM to an aluminum. And I showed Ian this video a little bit ago, but he jacked the, the Jeep up with the tie rod, the DOM tie rod. And he put a pretty good bend in it and it lifted the Jeep off the ground. And I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Then he took Hold it on. Yep. For the record, let's set the image, set the image standard floor jack. He was using a standard floor jack yep. with like a four by four block yeah, under the tire like rod. A six by six, whatever. Yep. And right underneath and the center of the tire right rod. Right under the center, he lifted and it actually like no BS got Both the tires. tires off the ground yeah. with the steel one. Yep. Now continue your story because everybody's he, about to be mind blown. So he lifted that thing up and he let it back down. Showed it kind of had a kind of a bow to it. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't it unusable. Had a bow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You could definitely yep. get off trail with it, but your alignment was fucked. Yep. So he took it off the vehicle, laid it on the ground, set the camera down there, kind of rolled it, showed how it like kind of like blah, 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 just kind of flopped on the ground because it's so bent. And it's pretty good. It probably when one side was sitting on the ground, the other side was probably a good two inches off the ground. Yeah. So it had a bend in it. Like I said, it's it was not usable. unusable, yep. but you would not it have was loved your life to drive home with it. Yep. And so uh, he gets his new one, which I think he said came from Barnes four wheel drive, which is in its aluminum. I think I don't remember if it was inch and a half or inch and three quarter. But either way, one ton setup. It didn't look that much bigger. No, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's probably it the wasn't same. stupidly large. It was probably the same size. You probably use the same color. So it's probably inch and a half solid aluminum. Seventy seventy five. Yep. Throws it on there. Takes the jack, puts it in the same spot, jacks it up. This time the jack tops out and the vehicle never leaves the ground like at all. Yep. It's not like, oh, it's teetering. Oh, that no, was no. a mind-blowing yeah. part. It didn't even try didn't to even lift the yet. tires up. Yep. Didn't even try to lift it. And it's like, this thing's got a big old arch in it. Huge, probably four-inch arch. It was impressive. He's like, all right, now we're going to load it back down, and hopefully it goes back straight. Like, yeah, fucking hopefully it goes back straight. Otherwise, you just threw 200 bucks out the window. <laughs> Good video. And it, <laughs> it did. And he let it back down, and it went back completely oh. straight. I was blown away. It's neat because you can't always, you know, you always talk about rear links and people oh, bend them and aluminum goes back. You never get to see that. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. usually such a violent, like, hit that you'll come down. You right. won't see you don't that see it happen. rebound. Yep. That video put that in perspective, and I don't know how, 100%. why, in so, what yeah. universe you don't run one of those, but you need to run one yeah. of those. So that's definitely on the list. Now, I was already going to do aluminum links. Now I'm definitely going to think about doing steering. Here is the other fun fact. Dun, 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 Let dun. me get it for you. So would you run a... would? So speaking of links, would you run... If you were on a 30-inch lower link at a DOM, what wall thickness would you use? What do you use on your buggy? Two-inch, quarter-inch wall. Your two-inch, quarter-inch wall? Yep. Think that's going to be Standard sufficient? Standard issue. For me, no. Okay, so it's gonna you're going to bend it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have talked to people, and they're like, yeah, you're going to bend the shit out of that. And I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be a very good starting point, I believe. Okay, so I got onto a uh, material weight calculator from Industrial Metal Supply. I was just wanting to run some numbers. So let me see if I can pull it up for you guys. Pull out, pull out your notepads. All right, here it is. Two inch outer diameter, quarter wall, 30 inches long, made out of steel. Regular old steel. Got Just it. regular old default steel on their calculator. Weighs approximately, obviously, because we don't know what steel it is. But anyway, weighs approximately 11 pounds or 11.6 pounds. 11.68. Okay. A two and a quarter solid 70.75. Um, 30 inches long, same length, lower will weigh 12 pounds, almost even. Hmm. So it's a half a pound, not yeah. quite, not no 0.3 pounds heavier. Yep. 
So negligible. Yeah, but definitely not, not even noticeable. Yeah, I mean, even if you're building a race so, car, and like I was so minimal. my big thing was like, well, but wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose weight. Like I want to yeah. I want my unsprung weight to be lower as low well, as I can get it. That's the key is not necessarily to lose it. It was to lose yeah. it up top and put it down low if you can. Not even that. I want to lose it. I this is dumb for crawling, but I also want to street this thing. So yeah. I want my unsprung weight to be low so that I don't feel uh, bumps in the road as much. Mm-hmm. So that no, makes sense. Yep. I and think some tuning on the suspension will help with that I think as right. well. Yep. But I mean, weight does play a key but weight factor. Plays a, weight plays a factor. And if you can lose it, why not? Yep. So I was like, wow, I can't believe that the steel is lighter. But with quarter, like you just said, quarter wall, you're going to bend that shit. Oh, yeah. It's just going to happen. Yep. So I was like, well, then you would put aluminum inside of it. So you take the 12, the 11.6 that I gave you for the quarter wall steel, the OM, and then you add to it the uh, inch and a half solid 7075 aluminum to slide inside like of it slug it to slug it uh 26 inches long because you're not gonna use the whole 30 because you gotta put your uh tube plugs in the end of it for your yeah, threads your bones inserts and stuff yep yep and that piece of aluminum weighs 4.6 pounds so now you went from 11.6 to almost 15 pounds right at 15 pounds so yeah so it's definitely lighter to run just a solid aluminum if you're trying to do that yeah and, well, and I, I still think you're going to bend the solid aluminum. No, oh, the, the solid steel. They say the it bounces aluminum. back better. Yeah, better. They say but once, you, they say once you bend it, it locks the aluminum in and then it bounces mm. and it's fine. I don't think it's going to be as good as an aluminum link, though. Maybe not. I don't right. know why. They I don't did. really know. Jake does that. Jake Berkey does that. Slugs, Slugs it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's a cost thing or if it's because they were uh Gashing up the aluminum. I bet that's it. I was just about to say, I, I guarantee you drag an aluminum link mm-hmm. so many times you're going to have to replace yeah. it. Replace it, yeah. And For that's you, it. Uh-huh. not a problem. Mm-mm. For a competitive rock bouncer, problem. Possibly. So it's almost like a sleeving the aluminum so you get that rebound property with the durability of a steel link. Yeah. Mm, that's an interesting concept. Maybe I'll message him and ask him sometime. I didn't know that, you, I didn't know that was a thing. What's that? Slugging steel link bars with aluminum. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. Oh, you didn't know it was a thing? Not at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm He's sure had it on YouTube I might have years, read I think. it, but I have no clue about it. Yep. Slug it with aluminum. That And what it does is that when you bend that steel one, yep. now you've got a piece inside there that wants to rebound. So when it bends, it pushes that. Pushes you know, back. Pushes back, yep. And it, I mean, it makes it stronger. Yeah. But yeah, it gives it kind of that rebound that, that huh. you kind of want from the aluminum. Interesting. So my upper is going to be out of an inch and three quarter. Okay. Instead of two and a quarter. And uh, it would weigh 10 pounds made out of steel with yep. a quarter inch wall. And if it was made out of aluminum, 70, 75 solid, inch and three quarter, 30 inches long, 7.3 pounds. So you lose almost three pounds right there. Yeah. On each. Up, well, one, one upper. upper yeah. yeah. You lose three pounds there. So hey, it adds up. Means it does add eat up. a bigger breakfast. Eat a bigger breakfast. <laughs> It's just the unsprung weight. I want to lose as many pounds there as I can. Well, yeah, I but mean, three pounds here, four pounds here, five pounds here. It adds up. Yep. Uh, what else was it? The and then the tie rod. Yeah. So I did the tie rod also. If you did the tie rod, so I just put in an arbitrary number, fifty-four inches. I think that's approximately what my tie rod is. It's somewhere fifty-four, fifty-six, something like that. Uh, out of uh, the DOM first, DOM uh, inch and a half outer diameter. Quarter wall, 54 inches long, weighs 15 pounds, almost even. Hmm. The same dimensions, inch and three quarter, or no, I'm sorry, I went up. Inch and three quarter 
outside diameter, solid 7075, 54 inches long, weighs 13 pounds. So it goes for it loses pounds. it loses two pounds. Yep. Yeah. And you went up in size. Yeah. I was like, sweet. And you won't so. have to buy it twice when you bend the <laughs> when shit you bend out of it. it. I, yeah. I do need to, I do need to figure out how I'm gonna put my collar on that. Uh why couldn't you just use an aluminum? Because I'm already collar. really tight. Oh. So I have to figure that out. Not a big deal. To just weld it on. Yep. That's kind of what I thought about doing. Mm. So that's Options. my that's my fun fact. The fun fact is is that aluminum, the only time the aluminum seems to be heavier is the going up to two and a quarter inch wall seven solid yeah on the uh, lowers so huh i'm pretty i don't know it excites me like those running numbers i like i like running numbers like that and like figuring out what you know am i gonna lose this am i gonna lose that what, where's it gonna put me at but essentially if i go to a three link it should be about the same or it'll be lighter yeah a few pounds lighter here yep. and there but a few pounds lighter for every sure every couple pounds yeah helps up, so of unsprung not to mention me. it's going to be more durable with aluminum links. You're not going to bend them. And I'm going to look cool. And that's 90% of four-wheeling. Ah, it's like 93.5. Oh, 93.5%? Okay. So what else we got going here? So that's uh, that's my next thing. Like, that's what I want to do. So that's coming soon. That's, that's what's been on my mind all week. Yep. But what's coming next is Winterfest. So March 7th at the Badlands Off-Road Park in Attica, Indiana. The North American XJ Association Midwest Chapter is hosting their 20th annual Winterfest, and we are signed up for it. We're going. Well, we hope we're going, <laughs> provided Loki doesn't pull another stunt. We're going to bring that bitch on the trailer. Yep. No, I'm going to be working on it. Uh, so that's what's coming next is the prep. Uh, we're going to be prepping for that. I'm going to pull it. Like I said, as soon as the snow melts off this week, I'm going to get in the garage. I'm going to start working on it. Uh, getting everything lined out for that. I'm going to be driving it. Like I'm going to drive around a little bit in my area. I got to get all my lights done. Um, They're doing a night run for that. Nope. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Not to my knowledge. I don't think it's any extra time. So it's probably just uh nine to five. Right on. I think. Don't hold me to that. I'm going to hold you to it. You can do whatever you want. I will. Here's a fun fact. If you go to the Badlands a lot and you want to sign up for their annual package, if you sign up as a gold member, which is relatively expensive, you better wheel there a lot. I think it's like seven or eight hundred bucks. But if you sign up for their gold package, you get uh, you get extended hours. Really? You can stay out there every night until seven. We did that for my bachelor party. We went over there and if you rent one of their cabins, I think you get two extra hours of wheeling with the really? cabin rental. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Which is nice. That was with the what with the bachelor party? Bachelor party, yep. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember staying out late. That's uh, because we were all broke. Oh. Cause <laughs> we were dragging rigs back and it was like, fuck it, we're done. Because I think we do technically have two extra hours of wheeling really? with that. So we but, can stay out till nine then. Yeah, but Man. all our shit was all Wah, wah, wah. So yep. we had beer to drink. We had beer to drink. That's for sure. Beer to drink. Beer to drink and things to try to fix for the next day. We broke out a welder. That's all I got to say we about did that. That would have, have been a good podcast episode. It would have been. Why didn't you start a podcast back then? Ah, this gotta, summer would have had been to get to it. Full of awesome podcast episodes. It means we're going to have to one up our memories. We're going to make some new ones. My pockets ain't that deep. Well, try again. <laughs> try again, son. Yep. Yeah, we're going to prep for the uh, the Winterfest. Hopefully some of you guys make it out there. If you do, Ian and I will both be out there in Loki. Not hard to find, obviously. So come find us. Come find us. Come find us. If you are going, let me know ahead of time. Shoot me a message on the uh, on the Instagram. Yep. 
or on our Facebook page. Yeah, it'd be nice to meet up with people. We uh, have we have a Facebook page stuff. Yeah, you want to uh, you want to read some? Let's see, what are we drinking? Oh boy, let's start with that. Hey, we finally have a beer. We, we do took have like a, beer a two again. week. We're frightened. Everybody's probably mad at us. It's or a local beer. It is super right out local. Of Muhammad, Illinois. Mahomet is what a lot of people Mahomet. call it, and I'm like. That's how it's spelled. I mean, hey. It is. It's close enough. Whatever. Yep. If you Google it, you'll find it. Yep. Um, it's from JT Walker's, our local brewery. And restaurant. Restaurant. Epic food. Some you missed out Thursday. Food. Thursday, we went to JT Walker's. Yeah, well, I went to B-Dubs and it was free. Not that that makes Still it better. Still Doesn't make it better, <laughs> but it was free. I mean, B-Dubs free is Bush good, Light but it's not JT Walker's. two for one boneless wings of B-Dubs? <sighs> nope. But it's free. Definitely not. Nope. The, the problem is I just don't like, yeah, I care, but I don't care. Uh, I don't want to sound snobby, but I'd rather have paid for a craft beer than drink a free bush light. Yep. Still love my bush light. Yeah. But I'm on board with that. What do you do? So what are we drinking? What, what is this? It's from JT Walker's, which mm-hmm. is in Muhammad, Illinois, yep. uh, which is what? 10 minutes down the road from us. Maybe if yeah, that 10, 12. even, yeah, uh, it's called that's more like it. That's more like it. S'more, like s'more campfire s'more. It is an imperial pastry stout with chocolate, graham crackers, and marshmallow. Sounds amazing. It is at a 9.3 ABV. It is nice and dark. It smells like 9 point. Smells heavy, and (laughs) we're going to see how it tastes. It has 53 IBU. What does it stand for? Interior Imperial Beverage Units. Really? No, nah, I just made that shit up. Right <laughs> That's pretty good. I can never remember what it stands for, to be honest with you. But I sold the shit out of it to you. We're terrible. It's a good beer. Uh, is it? It's not bad. I'm going to try it. I would drink it twice. What do you think? Dun, 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 dun. It's pretty light. It doesn't it's... drink like 9.3. No. That's what's odd with it. I expect it to get hit more with the... Uh, the marshmallow. Yeah, I I, I kind of uh, kind of pictured a little bit sweeter finish with that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like really almost. I've I expected more heaviness in the in the flavor. Yep, like a really full flavor. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. I'm not gonna complain about that. Nope, Mm-mm. it doesn't drink like nine three, which I guess is not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either, I suppose. So anyway, IBU stands for International. Bitterness units. Oh, so that's going to tell you how how much of a bite that it's got. So it's bitter. On I my pulled palate. up a chart just for comparison's sake, but yeah. like a Bud Light, Miller Light, your light beer is going to be around a ten. A ten. Yep. This is a fifty-three. Yeah. What's your high side of that? So what do they give you for reference? A hundred is your highest, right? Well, I yeah, go hundred plus. Um, let's see if what's, I can find a you beer? a high. High IBU beer. Let me Google it. <laughs> you guys are all just sitting there listening like, what are these asshats doing? Just Googling stuff while hey, we're drinking in, beer. We're telling people what stuff. This uh, what you get at the end of the podcast. But don't go anywhere yet. We've still got a couple more things coming. Some nippets. So a Guinness is going to be up around the 60s. Um, really? Lawndale's are around the 15 to 30. It's basically how hoppy and bitter the beer is, which you get your bitterness from the hops, okay. right? So it all depends on the variety of hops, what kind of hops you use on how bitter you're going to get a taste from the hop. Um, personally, I like a little higher IBU than lower just because I, I don't know if this is a fact. I might just be full of shit. Generally, the higher the IBU, the higher the alcohol content. 
you know, I said this beer wasn't that like, wasn't like, oh, it's not exactly what I expected, but I can't really put it down. It's good. It's a good drinker. <laughs> it doesn't drink like a 9.3. That's what I, that's what yeah. I blow my mind. It's probably a bad thing. Good yeah, thing we're splitting it, it's on. Not a bad, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's where you get that. I, I don't know. I kind of like that dark, heavy kind of little bite to it. Mm-hmm. Makes you want to drink more. Mm-hmm. Go eat spicy food. What do you want to do? Eat more. Go drink spicy beer. Well, that's the thing, too. We could, oh, we need to get some, like, I don't remember where I drank this. It might have been a tripting. It was like a Mexican spice mm-hmm. beer. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It, it almost felt like you drank a very good uh, flavored beer. Blind, blind Pig had one. But then you, like, licked the top of the Tabasco hot sauce bottle and mm. then set everything down. And that heat... Yeah, just it, wasn't, was so it, was, it wasn't the flavor of Tabasco. Oh. You didn't get any flavor of Tabasco. No, you got the heat from it. Yeah, it was like you licked a pepper. Like a pepper or something. Yeah. 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 But it was Dude, so I was so wild. nervous the like, first I time. I keep drinking the shit out of that. We had one over at uh, Crane Alley when they had one of their beer fests. Like their uh, barbecue was like fall, whatever it was. It's a fall festival, something like that. And uh, they had some habanero barley wine or something stupid. Yep. And. I was nervous. I'm like, dude, you're going to drink hot stuff and it's going to go down your throat. Like when you eat hot stuff and it gets like in your throat, you're like, it's hot, but it's going down the so pipe. Good. It makes you want to drink heat? more. Oh my God. Did you sit me down with some like Al Pastor tacos? Mm. Oh, puppy. It would Is be Is it epic. too late for that? Where's Fernando's tonight? I don't know. We're going to get tacos now. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching the food channel earlier. We were like, oh we just God. ate dinner, but we're going to go eat some more shit. more food. Yeah. It was, uh, it was so good. What else is going on in life? I don't know. I lost my train of thought when we went to beer. <laughs> beer and tacos. It fucks up everything. <laughs> so uh, tell us about the dime piece. Oh, shit. That pile. What'd you do this week to it? Because I didn't see shit. That's nah, because I didn't do shit. So I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, at least you did podcast stuff. I did a lot of podcast Thank t-shirt info and yeah, research you and, do that. and stuff because I was like, here's here's the guilty admissions of Ian. So I ran out of three quarter by three quarter square tube that yep. I was doing the dash, the firewall. I got the firewalls all done, dash all done. I need to do the floor and then pull the cab for something coming soon. And you still haven't brought it home? <sighs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I On the last podcast episode, I said it will be ordered on Monday, delivered on Tuesday. Yep. My steel supplier, Alro Steel, mm-hmm. killed it Monday. They're like Tuesday at like early morning, whatever the <laughs> hell it was. My dumbass didn't take a trailer to work. And I'm like, how in the fuck am I going to haul 24 foot, three 24 foot sticks of tube in my damn crew cab, short bed, super short bed pickup? Uh, the thing. So Wednesday, I'll get my trailer. Mm-hmm. No, I have an engine sitting on a pallet in front of my trailer. Mm. Yeah, it's snowing tomorrow. So yeah. Thursday snows Friday cold as shit, like stupid cold apocalypse, like negative <laughs> degrees. I'm like, fuck that trailer. It can sit back there. Yep. So my, my dilemma with life is literally, I have to get steel like eight minutes from my place of employment to my house. Yeah. Holding up progress. Can't seem to make it happen. Nah, I fucked it up. Maybe we get done on Monday. I did a lot of podcast t-shirt stuff. You did, yeah. The, you got everything I did lined it for out. The listeners, you did. You got I put everything the nine piece off the, the off the main path for Wait, the listeners. I'm super excited about the swag pack. So hook us up with some swag pack love because I yes. put off progress. Not that it was booming progress, but I'm blaming, yeah, <laughs> I'm blaming yeah, I'm the listeners. I'm blaming you guys, <laughs> Dick. 
call them out. Bet they don't send you any money. They're not buying slag packs now. <laughs> but uh, but now I did some stuff. There's more stuff to it than one would think. A little uh, marketing, shipping. I want to ship the product because I don't want you to get a pile of shit. We've all done that. Mm-hmm. You order something, this thing looks like it got ran over, backed up, and ran over again. You're like, yep. dude, come on. Yep. Like Obviously, or, it's cheap to ship shit, but I, I right. want to do it right. I don't want to cut the corners. Yep. I want to ship you a t-shirt, a sticker, and a koozie, and you be like excited when you get it. Not like, oh, yeah. I got my shit, and, the and same, it's destroyed. Yeah, and the same with we want to get everything nailed down price-wise so that we could include the shipping right into the price. Yep. And that way, you guys aren't like, cool, man, I got me a, you know X amount of dollars for this swag pack. And then they're like, oh, but shipping. Oh, but $8 to yeah, ship $8 it. $8 shipping. Yeah, some ridiculous price. So we're just, we're just factored right in there. There's so much variance on how you ship it, the yep. weight you ship it. That's ridiculous. And so I'm a shipping. I ship all kinds of shit now. Yeah. But like I said, I don't want to necessarily do it the cheapest because I want to do it the best right way. Yeah. So that the end user gets the product in a quality way. So especially with the listeners that get the personalized pint glasses. Oh, yeah. We can't have those get broke. Those are no. one off custom. That would, I'd be pissed. Laser etched with it. I are we going to wrap those jealous. in a t-shirt? I don't know. Maybe we'll give them Maybe. an extra sticker or wrapping it or something. <laughs> they all feel generous that day. Catch me on a Tuesday or Catch something. Catch me on a Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, those are going to be cool. I did that for my uh, for my wedding party. We did a, a personalized yep. pint glass with a, like a laser etched uh, tire trail in it. Yeah, my hutch is filling up with like, n- like I don't want to call it knickknack, but like personalized glassware. things like that. Yeah, personalized yep. yeah glassware and other stuff from weddings, which is pretty cool. Like you get that and you're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get something. The worst part was shopping for wedding gifts is you can buy all kinds of dumb shit Everything. that says groom on it or, mm-hmm. you know, bridesmaid or groomsman, whatever. All right. But I wanted something you're going to use. Well, we like to drink beer, so here's a beer cup. Mm-hmm. And it's got your name on it. Yep. And Bloody cool. Marys. I think we might drink Bloody Marys out on that morning, didn't we? Uh, I believe so. <laughs> Unconfirmed. <laughs> Unconfirmed. And then took a picture with a Jimmy John's guy. Yes. Did make some kind of Jimmy John's corporate page, I believe. Really? I was told, yes. <laughs> It was not an appropriate photo for Jim John's corporate page. <laughs> oh. Not my problem. Oh, not your problem. Well, we're like, do we need to move all this alcohol off the table? He's like, no, no, we're great. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> not my problem. Nice. Cool. God was cool. He set all these sandwiches because we got the like sandwich boxes. Mm-hmm. Sets all this shit up in like a, a Jimmy John's yeah. sandwich pyramid and then like snaps a picture and we're like, Dude, we're about three quarters of the way through all of the Bloody Marys today <laughs> at this point. So, whatever. Hey, he didn't mind. We don't mind. Exactly. Was there um, something else oh, I want to talk about? I got the cab. Yeah, I'm oh, going to yeah. get my cab painted. You're going to get your cab painted. Yeah. So, you've decided on paint now. Yep. Well, it's going to happen. I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. I don't want to talk about it. You want to talk about the dollars spent? Do it. No. Yep. So, I'm going to get the cab blasted with some dustless blasting. Mm-hmm. Then, we're going to paint it. Then we're going to do some badass. I got a guy, Shane, episode four, five, seven, four. No, something like not that. four. Yes. You should five. know if you listen to them all. He's going to do Derek his. on three, Shane on four. Yep. He's going to, I'm going to take it down there uh, to St. Louis. He's going to do some, we spent probably three days last week going over some graphic designs and stuff. We kind of got a couple so ideas. Cool, paint? Coming soon. Okay. Pow, pow, pow. But you have it professionally painted. 
semi-professionally, but oh boy, not like full on dropping up at a body shop and kick him a blank check. But it's getting <laughs> it's getting painted. Okay, figure you're gonna put all this money and time into it. Might as well do something more than rattle can. Give it a nice paint job. Yeah. I'm I'm game. I'm I'm a fan. But the biggest thing that keeps me excited about it is we're gonna pull the cab off once the floor gets done. Send that off to get its shit done. Then we're gonna do a whole bunch of cool stuff to the chassis. Yes, that'll be a lot of pictures. Exhaust, yep. plumbing, wiring, etc. Can all be probably ninety percent done with the cab off. Slop awesome. the cab back in. Hook it hook all up. Hook the dash up. Hook a couple throttle linkages up. Hook some brake stuff up break stuff yep. yeah yep and uh send it and then make engine noises vroom vroom oh it's gonna be awesome i can't wait for that day coming soon all right that's all i got okay there was something else i was gonna tell you guys and we'll, apparently i don't have it on my show notes we'll get it to you next time we'll get it to you next time if i remember so in closing you can follow us on instagram i feel like there's something that there was something i needed to get out there there's some information. Nope. Uh, it was something important. Don't forget the swag packs. Don't forget the swag packs. Don't forget the swag packs. I'll say it again. Yeah. Because if you guys don't feel two weeks. Yep. If you guys don't feel comfortable just sending us uh, money through PayPal or Venmo, you can always message us first. Yep. You can send us an email at total offroad podcast at Gmail. No problem. Ian and I both are linked to that account so we can both get it at, you know, any time of the day, basically. Um, you can also get us on where you can message us at is on Instagram. Our page, you know, our collaborative page is total underscore off road underscore podcast. My personal page is at is uh, at low underscore K E E underscore X J. Ian's personal page is at off road underscore Ian. We're on Facebook now, so you can come check us out on the Facebook page. And we're also on YouTube. So you can check this out on YouTube and more videos coming to YouTube real quick. Also, don't forget to go check out the YouTube video from Loki Shakedown on 8 Lug Pigpens page. And we'll catch you on the trail.